Supporting and showcasing the local music community is what we do at Portland Radio Project, and the spotlight is shining bright on today's drop-in guest. I am Miss L, the host of Ladies to the Mic on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m., and it is my honor to bring to the PRP studio the powerhouse performer and alternative soul with a little bit of rock and roll queen, Liv Warfield. Hey, Liv. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Yeah, we just want to thank you for being here with us and knowing your background in Portland. And to let all of you guys know, Liv is performing at The Lot at Zydell Yards on Wednesday, July 14th. She's going on tour with Nancy Wilson of Heart coming up. And we're going to talk about all that and so much more. But let's jump into her song, Don't Say Much. And so Liv, can you give us a little background on the song that we're about to hear? Well, uh, yeah, so I want to say I wrote the song like, uh, let's see, the album came out in 2014. So like 2008, <laughs> I wrote this and mm -hmm. um, I had it in my back pocket for a long time. And finally, um, when I was able to get my album executive produced by my biggest mentor, the greatest musician live, <laughs> um, I was able to do this song. And so this is called Don't Say Much. What I love about this track is just there's so many elements, um, especially just coming in with that smooth R&B and then going to that rock field. Yes, and, yes. And I love that because, you know, music has no boundaries and, you know, you're truly bringing that to the forefront and oh, we're excited you. to play it. Thank you. Up now, we are about to play Don't Say Much by Liv Warfield and you're listening to Portland Radio Project. I'm not one for talking, I'm at home just plotting, the next taste I'm getting, you got me looking in the mirror, trying to plan positions, I gotta give it to your feelings, I want you to come and take it, there should be no waiting, ready to unwrap and disappear, it's gonna taste good from the first bite, I gotta let you know that I'm feeling right, when you come see me, don't say nothing. Turn me around and grab something. Can't you see that I'm ready? It's about to get heavy. Don't you see what? 
Hey everyone, we just played Don't Say Much by Liv Warfield, and today I am here with Liv Warfield. So Liv, you yes. originally are from Chicago, and you came out to Portland for college, and I see you keep coming back, and so I want to talk to you a little bit about that transition coming from mm -hmm. Chicago to then building your music career here in Portland. Sure. Um, I'm originally from Peoria, Illinois, which I like to say, people are like, well, what was Peoria? Well, I could say mm -hmm. a home of Richard Pryor. <laughs> so everybody's like, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Um, uh, the singing and the vocals and all that was not even in the cards for me. I, I felt like, not felt like I knew it was something hidden. Um, I was an athlete all my life. Um, so I did go to Portland State on a track scholarship. So that's what kind of moved me to Portland. Um, I got to Portland and um, I guess growing up, I was a little bit sheltered, not a little bit, actually a lot. <laughs> and somebody, mm -hmm. one of my teammates told me, you know what? Um, I know you like to sing, Liv. I would sing around them all the time. And they're like, they have this karaoke bar. I was like, karaoke bar? Like, what are you talking about? Like, mm -hmm. they said, you could go into this bar and you could pick any songs you want and you could sing. And I was like, what? You're kidding. <laughs> um, me That's being so super cool. sheltered. <laughs> I was like, what? Mm -hmm. So he took me to... I want to say it was the ambassador and I guess there my life changed. Um, but honestly, for the most part, before I can even say the singing part, I was always a writer though. So I wrote a lot, um, but I kept everything, like every little bit of that creative piece, like hidden from everyone. Like nobody knew until I moved to Portland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because I grew up here and went to New York um, for a track scholarship. So we kind of wow. switched coasts there. Yes, exactly. And I would say like, especially coming from the West Coast, like where you're from has a big impact on just your style of music and kind of what you listen to. So 100%. how does your background in Illinois shape your music today? Um. I, it's so strange for me to say that, like the whole cliche thing, like you grew up in church, like, of course, yeah, I did. I grew up in a costal, but I never sang in church, but growing up in the church was very much my environment, very much like you can't listen to secular music. The only thing you can listen to is gospel. Mm -hmm. And from time to time, I would go out and like sneak and like listen to a couple of Janet Jackson records or like Mary J. Blige. That was my big thing. And then when I really could, uh, listen to music. The first song that really caught me when I was training in gymnastics, I believe I was like maybe 11, was Raining Man. Not, not, what is it? Rain Man, right? Rain mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. Um, it was Etta James. And I, like, oh, yeah. something turned on in me that I was like, okay, this is exactly what I want to do. And I just started to research Etta and then, like, research Nat King Cole, like, that was like kind of embedded in me. It, it just clicked. Something there clicked in me. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it, <laughs> but I'm going to do yeah. it somehow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just especially as just a little kid, like you have the world right in front of you. And so like once Absolutely. you kind of get outside the house and you were talking about coming to Portland and kind of finding like your voice and music. And so I guess what keeps you coming back here? You know, Portland gave me so much love. Portland, like, held me on their shoulders. And, like, I don't know. It's like they wrapped their arms around me. 
like from Linda Hornbuckle, who was the first one who really wrapped her arms around me, LaRonda Steele. There's so many people that are so responsible to my growth musically. Um, but I also took the grassroots approach, like my, my boy Sidel Jones. Like we like I remember Tuesday night specials at Mount Tabor. <laughs> we mm -hmm. would go there every Tuesday. Um, because Portland has such a huge music community. I don't know, not it's just they're just so important to me in that way that it's like second home for me. It's second nature. JD, Jimmy Max, Bitter End, mm -hmm. like all of these places like formed and helped me to form my musical career and, and who I am as an artist as well. And yeah, I can second that, like especially just our local talent and also me being a musician, like that's kind of what brings me back here and living here because that community is so strong and they believe in the arts. And so, so strong. Absolutely. I agree. And I don't and I, I, I don't regret that at all. Like I it's just something something special about Portland. Super, okay. super special about that place. Yeah, and, you know, we're lucky to have you back um, come July 14th. I'm super and, hyped to be back. <laughs> and so um, we're going to talk about your debut album, Embrace Me, from um, 2006. Oh, and wow. it wasn't long after I hear that you joined the New Power Generation. Yes. And you caught Prince's eye and joined his yes. group. And yes. I know that probably felt like a huge win as an up-and-coming artist. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah tell me about absolutely. That. Embrace Me, <clears throat> that album was a, a super success. Because um, that was like, I want to say the most vulnerable I've been and just kind of like letting myself go like as an artist. Like, here I am just kind of putting on these new shoes of like what what it means to be an artist, what it means to be a singer songwriter, put the album out, it was amazing. Um, but also it was very hard. Um, it was all the trials and tribulations that all artists go through is that they just don't know the business. And so um, I was <laughs> being taught several lessons at the time and then I just wanted to give up on it completely. So. I think I had one more show I was doing by myself in Arkansas and a good friend of mine named Rick and then the background singer who was with Prince before named Marva, Marva King. Um, I met her at one of my shows and she was like, um, you know, Prince is looking for a back, another background vocalist. And I was like, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> and it's not gonna be me, so we can keep it pushing, you know what I mean? But super cool yeah. to whoever gets this gig. Um, so anyway, I think actually he had saw one of my, well, unbeknownst to me, they sent a video, a YouTube video to him. Um, I think I was singing Gimme Shelter at the time. I think this was probably for one of Portland projects. I believe actually I did live somewhere. It was recorded. Um, anyway, so, uh, three months later, I get a call back from Marvin. and she's like, you know, Prince loves your video. I'm thinking like, what video? I told you guys not to send a video. And I was in Arkansas. I got a call saying that he's going to call you from this unknown number. And I'm thinking like, oh, my God, I'm getting a full weave done. Mm -hmm. uh, sitting in the salon chair like, wait, girl, you got to stop. So I remember running into the bathroom and he's just like, live. And I'm like, yes. And he's like, I love your voice. Do you want to go somewhere warm? I'm thinking like, oh, God, <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. um, sure. <laughs> um, and so 
at that time we were supposed to meet in California, but uh, I didn't do it. So I went to Paisley Park. I met him at Paisley Park and he was the most just warm, inviting. I would not have thought he would be the person answering like the front door of Paisley Park. He was so comfortable. It was more like, come sit down, come break bread with me. Let's talk. Um, of course, I didn't want to touch anything. I was just like, I just want to come here to sing. I want to go to the back yeah. room. What do I to do? I don't want to have dinner. Yeah. No. Um, and the rest is like crazy magical. Like crazy. I never would have thought in my life. I thought somehow I would get somewhere, like maybe the Olympics. But that was my Olympics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's beautiful I mean like as yeah. an artist like you you work until you get that shot and you embrace it 100% yes and so leading into that um, we're about mm -hmm. to go into your next song mantra tell us about how mantra came to life uh so this was I want to say maybe four months or five months after, oh no, let me, excuse me, about a year after he transitioned. And I just was lost. Um, I couldn't figure it out. Um, the industry clearly, as we all know, just changes so swiftly, so fast. I, you know, I felt like I was being lost and I don't know, I just didn't know what to do anymore at this point. So um, even now as an independent artist, I. I wanted to name the song mantras because we always we're always walking through something we're walking through the fire we're fighting through something even when it feels like to the point we're about to give up we can't um looking to the east when the sun rises if that's all that you have to hold on to that's okay you know and i had to keep telling myself like okay live just push through it this path is not going to be easy it's going to be your own path the next path that you walk it's it's not going to be easy but you got this. So this is why I called it Mantra. Well, it is a beautiful song and the video mm -hmm. just gives it more life. And so, you know, you're, you're going to bless everybody when they hear this now. So thank you. This is Mantra by Liv Warfield and you're listening to Portland Radio Project. Could it be with the eyes I see of the rise I'm going to pay to move on? Rivers deep, I'll swim to shore while I stand alone at peace. When dreams are half broken and I can't find the only thing I've left is to
Could it be all a lie? No time for the same mistakes. Hope for when the season comes, you rest assured you're much closer. everyone that song we just played was mantra by Liv Warfield and I am here with Liv Warfield right now yes I know so venues are opening back up live shows yes. are happening again thank God and you're about to go on tour with Nancy Wilson of heart and I want you to tell us a little bit about Roadcase Royal okay so um, well let me make a correction. Nancy and I started, first off, I opened up for Nancy at the Hollywood Bowl in, I want to say 2015, 2016. Please forgive me. Don't quote me off the years. Mm -hmm. terrible. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so she saw me and um, like I clicked with her like right off the bat. I was like, I have to meet Anne. I have to meet Na like Nancy. Like which one? Like somebody. 
And, um, excuse me, I finally met Nancy and we just hit it off. Um, yeah. which is crazy because I just was wanting to talk to her and be like, what do you think about mantra? You know, I, you know, I was at the infancy stages of writing the song and, um, so she was like, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's just not say we're going to have lunch, but you should come out here. And I was like, yeah, like cool. for sure. Like, let's do that. And honestly, we, I hit her up and she was like, yeah, come <clears throat> have lunch with us. And soon after that, she's like, you want to do a band together? I'm like, oh uh, yeah, <laughs> without question. Cool. And um, that's when we formed Roadcase Royale at the time. And I think that was 2016. Um, and so that was such, such a fun project with me and my brother, Ryan Waters and, um, Ben and Chris and Dan, like that was such a fun project. I hope that comes around back around again. Um, we played a lot. We opened for a Bob Seeker a couple times and stuff like that. Like Nancy's such a beautiful person and unbelievable songwriter. Just, I, I've wanted to do a little bit more rock and roll in my shows and to be able to sing those big songs, you know, mm -hmm. um, that they wrote was like, yes, this is my wheelhouse. I want to live here forever. Um, nice. so that was incredible. And then she, her album just recently came out. Um, just, uh, I think I want to say a month ago and I was able to redo dreams with her, which was super, super dope. So, um, we had some shows coming up in Seattle. I think they've been rebooked. They were supposed to be for July 9th, but they've been rebooked for October. So, I mean, working with her has just been like mind blowing. So I hope Roadcase comes around <laughs> again at some yeah. point. I know. And, you know, it's just good to see you back on the road and performing again after just being inside and everyone's just kind 100%. of having to pivot. Yeah. And yeah. I know for Portland, we're excited to see you at the lot. For all the PRP listeners right now, we'll have links on our website so you can pick up tickets to see Liv at the lot. And for you, Liv, or any music coming out that we should know? Yeah. I've got some crazy stuff I've been working on with um, a project called June Moon in Paris. I've been working on, that's a super fun project. Um, we've been using all kind of world instruments with the producer Julian. That's a crazy, crazy project. I hope it reach, reaches the States. Um, so it's June Moon, J-O-O-N and then M-O-O-N, June Moon. Um, I'm doing a couple shows here and there, some in New York at Cafe Wa. Um, I just did a show in Dallas. So I, again, I'm, I know what we just went through and I hope that it makes us stronger as people, you know, and to understand, like for me, I know I'll never take for granted not stepping on a stage mm -hmm. ever again. Um, and just being able to embrace people and just like be around, the, enjoy the energy of people, you know? Um, so I hope everybody stays safe. I, you know, and I hope the entertainment and the music and people really soak it in and take it in. It's it's all energy and it's all frequency, you know. Exactly, and you know, I think that's one thing that we're excited for um, when you're coming to Portland yes. for the lot because this venue is outside and it's socially distanced with their yeah. their own pods and. You know, everyone can just feel excited and enjoy yes. the music while feeling yes. safe. And so I guess to round this up, um, we just want to say thank you for coming to Portland Radio Project to tell us about what's going on with your music and to have us promote you. And um, 
for anybody listening, um, make sure that you go online and get tickets to go see Live Live. And for more information, you can go to the lot at zydellyards.com as well as going to Liv's website, livewarfieldofficial.com. Liv, thank you again. We embrace you at Portland Radio Project. Thank you so much. And we can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you all. I just want to give a big thank you for everyone else tuning in to the PRP drop-in session. I am your host, Miss L. You can catch me on Wednesdays for Ladies to the Mic at 8.30 p.m. And we have Veronica Bassetti as our producer, engineer, and editor for this drop-in session, powered by Portland Radio Project. We can't wait to see you live, and we can't wait for everybody to join us on July 14th. Thank you, Portland. I love you. And thank you for the years of constant support. And thank you, PRP FM. I really appreciate you. I do. So thank you.